Welcome back to another episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Bears. I am Patrick, your host and DM. Oh my! I didn't even pause to give you. I didn't even pause this time. We were all waiting. You were not ready. You were just talking about buying children. Um. So with me we have. Alden, Blunter, Diana Fire, and Zabros. And when we last left you guys, um, you guys had just finished defeating two of the purpley-eyed giant spiders, and then an enormous spider. Four of them? Yeah, there was yeah, four. Was four. Four little ones okay. and a giant one. Yeah. Four little ones, which were still big, and then an enormous spider. Uh, and so you had just finished killing the enormous spider. Uh, Zavros, for some reason, kept hurting Glugtar. <laughs> Love and you have your two companions, uh, Nadine and Jean, who you are taking to Cantharis with you. So, uh, how's everyone doing today? <laughs> Good. So many tacos. So many tacos. <laughs> this episode so, is sponsored by Taco. Please give us money, Taco Bell. <laughs> so, um, what, what would you guys like to do? Well, how long? We haven't been on the road that long, right? Like, we left around yeah. lunchtime, and we were, like, an hour or two in when we started fighting. We're on, where are we? We're in, like, in, like, in that little, like, stretch of wood between the mountain and the lake. I'm trying to pull up the map now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're uh, on that little stretch of. Uh, I don't think we had gotten to Cimarron yet. You had not gotten wood. to Cimarron yet. Okay. Nah, we're in that little stretch of wood. Like we're right, right next to the S in Soli. Yeah, in that's about what I was thinking. Do you want to go? Do you guys want to just skip Cimarron and take that little natural bridge over uh, Path Town? Or I think it just depends on. I would rather not travel through the night, and so that's what I was wanting to know. Oh, what time? Oh, we said that was going to be a two-day walk, so we're going to have to like oh, yeah. camp at some point yeah. in the woods. I've got the little hut that I can put up now. Fuck yeah! Cool. Do you want to put it up in the? <laughs> we could. Uh, well, not yet. We got to okay. keep going first. Yeah, I think we would just keep traveling towards Cimarron until close to nighttime, and then set up camp. Okay, sure. Yeah, you can definitely uh, kind of continue um, for the rest of the day without without any issues. We do so, uh, it. So are you going to put your Liamin's tiny hut up? His little tiny hut. Yep. Okay, is anybody going to be staying up to watch? What does the hut look like? Okay, let me pull up the actual spell here. Maybe I'll hang out. Is there like a clearing we can put the hut hut up in? Yeah, I would say that, that there's a, like a small clearing that you can do. What bridge are you talking about? Oh, is that not in like a natural bridge going from through the mountains? Are you talking about this thing? Yeah, that's where like dwarves like cut the mountain down to make a path. I mean, it is, but you guys aren't even close to that yet. You have like a whole other day of travel oh, before you get that. 
I thought we really hove ass. I guess we're not. We're down, we're down here. here. Yeah, we're like by the ass and We're right there. So we just stepped, well, we took three steps out of that town and got hit. <laughs> 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 Spiders. Okay. I got you. Right. So yeah, in my hut, nine creatures of medium or smaller size can fit inside. It's a dome. It lasts for eight hours. Yeah, so you don't cast it until, like, right before we go to bed. Yeah. And you can either, like, make it one color, you can make it, I believe you can make it clear, um, and you can make it, like, look like something. So I just wanted to, like, what does it look like? Well, isn't it always clear from the inside? It's always it clear from the inside. It looks like Patrick's Rock from SpongeBob. Oh. The rock. It's actually a pineapple under the sea. Oh, Patrick's. I don't know Patrick, but this down. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All other creatures and objects are barred from passing through it. Spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome. Safe. And what's this clearing like? Is it like, like an eight foot clearing? Is it like a thirty foot clearing? It's probably about a 30-foot diameter clearing. 30-foot diameter clearing? All right, cool. Like, roughly. Like, it wouldn't be a perfect circle, but... Wouldn't it wouldn't be APC? No. <laughs> the group? A perfect circle? <laughs> uh, so, so I'm guessing we probably put the hut up, like, in the center of the clearing. But we have, like, a little... Oh, see from every direction. Yeah, and the color is going to be as close to the terrain as I can. Okay. Um, is anybody going to stay up throughout the night and take watch, or um, are you guys going to rest assured that you're safe and just? I'm going to trust. I'm going to think we're going to trust the hut. Oh, you want to trust it? I'll I'll stay the first one to join you. I mean, my dude only has to sleep for four hours. Oh wait, I don't have the item to cast this. Okay, guys. What do you need? Um, what do you need? I need a small crystal bead. Do you have a focus? Like a spell focus? Is there anything in your items that says this can be used as a spell focus? Like like my sorcerer had a staff. Uh, for my cleric, it was a shield. Your harp might be able to be your focus. If you have a focus, you don't necessarily need the... You know what? We can always... We can retcon it to say that you bought a small crystal bead when you went shopping. Done. We'll pretend that Look that at happened. This pack all of beads I have. Retcon. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I'll be nice to you. Yay. <laughs> that means we're getting ready to get in. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. All right. So what are you all doing when you're in the hut? So There's I'm, a child in here, so sleeping. I'm chatting with Zavos, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I want to I wanna try something out. Can I borrow your shoes? Sure. And like, before, we go, before I go to sleep, I'm going to use the spider blood that I got from the gargantuan spider, or colossal, or whatever size it was. And I'm going to use the imbue spell and okay. make 
make Zavra some, some spider walking shoes. Awesome. You can do that. Um, then also immediately before I go to bed, I cast Goodberry. Nice. And and for the listeners, um, just so you know, the Imbue spell is one of the new blood magic spells uh, where you can take the blood of a creature and it infuses the abilities of that creature onto an article of clothing. So it's a pretty pretty nifty spell. Um, so would Zavros just like, have those shoes of spider walking or whatever? Sandals or whatever? Slippers or spider walking. Like... Would you say he has those, or do you want me to make an item? Okay. Yeah, and I'll do this before we before we go to sleep. So that if All you right. needed to attune, you could. Awesome. I am attuning. Uh, other than that, I'm the only, I guess, old elf in the group. My dude would be like, I only sleep for four hours. This time you'll clearly see me sleep for eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now hiding in this dome. All right, that's it. Okay. Um, while you are sleeping, so I oh oh go ahead. I was gonna I was gonna chat with our our NPCs. Um, okay. Try and try learn a little bit more. It's what's her name. Nadine? Nadine. Nadine and Jean. Yeah. Nadine would... is the tiefling and Jean is the little human. Yeah. Um, I would be more interested in wanting to chat with Nadine just because she doesn't look like everyone else and I can relate to that. Um, you know, learn a little bit more about her, what she's what she does in Cantharis, what she was doing in Roe that she got captured. Sure. Um, super fascinated with magic, so I'm sure we'd want to talk about, you know, her spellcasting abilities. Yeah, and she's going to say um, that she's not too familiar with her spells. She's She uses them, but... And she... I don't think she's aware that you're not from this world. She's going to say, as you know, you know, magic is not... It's kind of frowned upon in Cantharis, so... I kind of have to practice in secret. Uh, most people don't know that I uh, can do any of this. And I would, I would kind of share like, oh, well, where I'm from, I'm not from this universe. My like magic literally <clears throat> permeates the air, like sense it all around you all the time. And so it feels like we're kind of in a desert here. Um, yeah, there's definitely less magic in in this world than there used to be, or so the stories say, and, and in Cantharis, they don't value magic or, or the old ways very much. I mean, they let people live and, and believe what, what we want to believe, but magic is considered dangerous there. They view it as primitive. Gotcha. Time out. So we know that the the time stop orb thing is from Cantharis, yeah? Yes. Do we know that Canis Venetici is kind of 
from Cantharis. I don't remember that part. You don't know that, but I would say it's probably safe for you to assume that. Like you would, yeah. Your characters would probably assume that because the two leads you had for them took you to Cantharis. Gotcha. Okay. Because that's where the line of questioning was going to go if that was the case, but I wanted to check first. Time's in. Um, yeah, so speaking of people not liking magic and the decline of this world, like, have you heard of a sect of people? It's called the Canis Ventici. They wear these white masks. And I'll probably ask. I think Zavros has one of the masks. Yeah, and, and like show it. And I know it's Are been a while since we have dealt with them. Only one of them had a white mask. Oh. The rest I had like the black masks with like the starry there. skies on it. The only one with the white mask was the leader. I think I I think I picked up the white mask and I think um oh I'm sorry, Zavros picked up the white mask and Diana Fire picked up one of the black masks. I had one of the black masks because I showed it in my solo episode. Yeah, I would I would ask, you know, we we have leads that point to this group being in Cantharis. Have you heard of them, or do you know anything about them? I've I've heard of them, but I always kind of assumed it was like an urban legend. Kind of like a gang, the way that people talked about them, but one that was meant more to instill fear in, in people. Um, if the stories are true, they are quite dangerous. But I've I've never I've never encountered them. I I mean, are you sure that they're real? Well, they they had these masks and called themselves the Canis Ventici. What what did they want? Uh, and then from there, I would kind of explain the whole like they said they're trying to return the world to how it once was? Or, I don't remember exactly the story from them. Um, they were trying to stop the queen. I know that. I know they told the you that. Divine. The Merciful Divine, yeah. Well, in, in my whole episode, I think that we went over, like, they were also trying to collect the staff shards in the world or something like yeah and so what you've been told about them um is that they're trying to collect the staffs to reef the staff to reforge it to use that to destroy all magic yeah which sounds like something that she's that nadine's dealing with as well yeah a little bit Well, that's really all I would want to chat with her about. I don't really care about the kid. Like, Does I anyone else? Enchant, I can't enchant his sword, right? Because it's not clothing. Right. Then, yeah. Um. Does anyone else want to talk or do anything before you all go to sleep? No, Zavros is already yeah. meditating. Yeah, I don't. I'm good. Okay. Zavros, while you are meditating, you kind of are suddenly transported 
to a forest outside of your monastery and it's kind of misty uh, and you would recognize this as kind of your favorite spot that you used to go to with Emim. And sitting on a tree stump, you see Emim. The background told me that Genuine starts playing. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> uh, he, Zavros, he waves for you to come over. Zavros almost hesitant. Like this, this can't be real. Got to be a dream. It's almost cruel. Like he, he, he's somewhere torn between like like anger and tears. But he has, like he knows in his heart that he hasn't done enough to earn his way back to Eden. Sure, and he's gonna say, "What, what troubles you, Zavros?" Time out. Fuck! I was not prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a great time to pull my heartstrings, but right now I'm. <laughs> Uh, okay. Alright, time in. I even this can't be real. Like, I, 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 I don't believe you're in front of me. Like, this has got to be a dream, some cruel trick, some spell of the creatures uh, in the canyon to teach you there, I think. Something you, to break me. You are right. It is not real yet. But it is not a trick. I am here by the grace of Soliel to talk to you. What? To show you what could be. What does she have to show me? Like I know I'm, I'm working as hard as I can uh, to earn my way back to you. And, uh, and, and do these good works uh, to find my way back to you what what, what do I need to do the time is running short before the dark solstice you need to complete the staff by the dark solstice and with that the merciful divine will be able to change the balance and bring balance back to the world and I can even return to you but you must hurry. There is one temple that has not been ransacked yet. But the Canis Benetici are f- hurrying to find a way. And then he's going to kind of like wave his hand. Uh, and in front of you, you're going to see a temple that is completely submerged underwater. The, the protective barrier of the lake has kept it safe. Under there holds the most important part of the staff. You must retrieve it, because without that, the staff cannot be reforged. And with it, parts of the staff can start taking on part of their power that they once had. You must find a way to get under the lake. That was completely out of game. That was literally my next question to him. Like, how do we get to this temple? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that's part of the quest. <laughs> I'll do my best, Emu. 
like we uh, we will make it to this lake and we will secure this and we will repair the staff and put the pieces back together and then he's going to kind of reach out um, and touch you and it doesn't feel like a human hand this is a full on um, ghost moment with Patrick Swayze <laughs> but like, it kind of feels just like a radiant heat kind of like a, like embracing your your face and say you must hurry I feel that some of the magical ties keeping the spirits in tune with this world are starting to sever and we don't have much time and with that he kind of fades away into a bright light uh, and then you are back kind of into emptiness just in your head So did he actually leave, or was this like more like a like a psychic kind of thing? Yeah, it was all in his head. Like he didn't, like yeah, you guys okay. wouldn't have seen him leave. But yeah, I was teleport somewhere. I was meditating and felt. Gotcha. I was like, cause I'm pretty sure I would be awake for part of this. I'm like, where did this bitch go? Okay. Um. Anything else, or are you doing anything when you wake up? Uh, so, or Zavros? Um, I mean, I would probably just go like forage for some berries and stuff. Meant to ask. Uh, <laughs> I'm only asleep for four hours. <laughs> Y'all are all sleeping for eight. Yeah, this is well. This is like this is me meditating a while. Uh, gotcha. Uh, so uh, yeah, so he kind of slowly comes out of it. And then uh, tries to explain like what he just saw, like and what he heard to the rest of the party. You know, like, hey everyone, I just had like a vision from Solio, like, and it sounds like every other temple's been ransacked except for the one in the lake north of Kentaris. Is that, that lake you does it have a name? I don't see the name on the on the map. Um, it doesn't have. I would just call it like Lake Elin. All right, let's go with that. Lake Elin. Uh, yeah, the the temple in Lake Elin. Uh, they haven't been able to pierce the the barrier that protects it there. The only problem is, is at the bottom of the lake, and we have to figure out how to get to it. But we have to assemble. All right then. <laughs> wild shape for the win. Um, it's also one of the ancient druid temples too. Um, where was I going? Oh yeah, we we um, we we have to complete the staff by the dark solstice, and we have to. Uh, and with this piece, I think we should have enough where the staff is going to start doing magical things. And I hate using the word things in D and D. But yeah, it's kind of vague, but it's stuff's gonna happen. <laughs> Cool, maybe you should let one of the casters have the pieces of the staff then. Wouldn't that be awesome if I could actually do that? <laughs> <laughs> but you can't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's all Zavros does. He basically explains like the vision that he saw. Well, actually, Zavros, do a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Here comes a fail. Yeah, here comes a crit fail. Wisdom. Plus four. Me. Ten. 
<laughs> Ten. With my plus four. So after your vision of Emim, you feel more like you need to protect this staff. That like you have this sacred mission to protect the staff. Uh, okay, and then are you going to go back to sleep? Yeah, after, after that, he, uh, he goes back into his meditation. Okay. And then, and then uh, ultimately into a long sleep. Okay, and then everyone else is sleeping. Malden, you wake up after around four hours, and you are going to forage? Yeah, I would, like, go wander close by and, like, forage for, like, berries and vegetables, edible things. Okay, I need you to roll me a perception check. It's actually one of my features as a wanderer. I can provide tacos. I, I can find tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh water and food and game, I think for up to eight people. Eight oh, nice. yeah, Okay. Like something I, I can just do. Um, you kind of get the feeling that someone or something has been following you. Like following the party, or like as the I party. leave the dome and I'm like wandering, you know, nearby. It's the little boy's puppy who was also um, like, no. <laughs> uh, following the party. Yeah, it turns so out like, we've got some. Um, just, so you don't see anybody. That we're being followed, not like you kind of see like an extra pair of like humanoid footprints. Um, that are very very light. Um, and you kind of see. Like someone has been foraging and like looking in the the for the trees kind of around the dome. That's not creepy. Um, could I tell like how recent it was? Like, within the last few hours or something? Definitely within the last few hours. Like it happened after you guys put the dome up. Oh, so gotcha. That would be a four-hour time frame, roughly. Yeah. Go after this dude and leave notes in Druid for y'all to follow. Um, what? No, it's it's something that like Druids can talk to each other. Oh, I can do common, Elvish, and Sylvan. Yeah, I got celestial. This is like I like mark it with magic, but um, I would want to like. Cautiously try and search for the source of this, whoever it is that's following us or whatever. Um, but like, super, super cautious, not wanting to engage, not wanting to, like, I would want to, like, reconnaissance mission, not interact with this person or thing at all. And Garrett, roll initiative. <laughs> Just you, Garrett. Split the part. Um, roll. Roll me an investigation <laughs> check. There's not a perception. <laughs> nope. You are actively investigating now. Fourteen. Um, you don't really get... You don't... You're not able to see kind of where they come from or where the footprints went. When I get my nature bonus, I'm investigating in nature. Uh, No. Okay, well, I'm not really interested in 
in encountering anyone by myself. Um, just me and my snakes there. But, um, yeah, I would make my way back to the dome after... Like, was I able to find any foods, any berries? And oh, yeah, you definitely got a bunch of, like, berries and nuts. Yeah, I would take my haul back to the, the dome. Prepare a little okay. salad for everyone when they wake up. Oh, look who's become a nice, nice party member. <laughs> um, the okay. The one that tried to kill me is no longer with us, so... Still uh, terrified of blood tar, but not as... Well, let's so, the rest yeah. of you... Kind <laughs> of <laughs> and this would be the first time that you all noticed that Diana slept for the full eight hours. Face is a little skewed. <laughs> Makeup's a little like smudge. Hey guys, I made. A, I got us breakfast. So did that count as a long rest then, as well? Then. Yes. Yeah, you all got a long rest. I was, I was waiting to click the button until you were like. I was wanted to get comfortable. All right. All the damage I did to you is undone. Yay, I'm ready to take more. Lots of slaps. A little kick in the ribs. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey guys, I got us breakfast. And then while we're eating, I'm like, also, I think we're being followed. I found some weird... BT dubs. (laughs) there's, There's like signs of other people close by from the direction we came from that were super fresh. But I wasn't able to actually find anyone or anything other than just evidence of it. And we're sure they weren't just traveling the same direction. I mean, we, we're we not an In inherently malicious-looking group. I feel like, well, would, like if it was just another traveler, they would have tried to like, sync up with us. Okay. We're, we're, we're in a collection of looking like traveler people. Yeah, like... Diana is like, is in these big, kind of, like, flowy, well, robes that look... Or, like, dresses that look... Like, like she's got some money. Uh, is definitely looking like a soldier. Looking like a guard. It's a purple dude. Red, yeah. yeah. I would use a bonus action to make my stuff billow. Yeah. <laughs> some, some Beyonce <laughs> wins. Uh, is that our last campaign? Uh, we had, we had a, like, a princess wizard, and she would use best what was that? Was it a ring that we found or something? Where it's basically like it causes like like dramatic wind. It's a cape. Oh, that's right. It was a cape. Cape of billowing. Cape of billowing. <laughs> yeah, I, I share all of this with the party. <laughs> the food and the news. Okay. Um, do you do anything before you take down Liamin's tiny hut? Uh, should we take like a minute, just kind of like to look around yeah, on the inside? Yeah, just to kind of investigate around. Well, I mean, like obviously we can't move around, but I mean, I like I kind of like look around from where we are because we can see out of the hut for sure. Zavros does some light stretches. Keep in mind, it's only ten by ten, like a ten foot range. Yeah, I could, Not a big hut. We're probably like take like a minute to probably look around before Diana. 
Look at a tree. Well, it goes up. It goes down after eight hours. Well, so so if we slept, after, it's okay. gone. Alright then. Okay, uh, everyone roll me a perception check. <laughs> I'm gonna perceive so much. 17. 10. 14. Zabro's got 15. The rolls are off. So, 15 and up, you see kind of right in front of the path that you guys would be going on, um, two arrows kind of sticking in the ground. Are they, like, making, like, a cross? Uh, no, they're not next to each other. They're just kind of there. Yeah. Like a warning, or... Are they laying on the ground, or are they stuck in the ground? They are... Like fire them in their they're stuck in the ground, but the pointy end is facing up. Oh, okay. so the fletching is in the uh, ground. So someone put them in. Well, these arrows are ruined. Nope. Do they have any kind of uh, <laughs> markings that would tell us an arrow is an arrow, but is there anything like distinguishes these from any, but any other arrow? There's a little Maiden Kandaris note. A little edging on the... Um, you can't see from where you are. I would want to see if there's any spells or traps associated with these arrows. Do I check? What? Yeah, Arcana or Detect Magic, which I don't think you have. I do have. I, I could cast detect magic. So it's like ritual. Right? It takes yeah ten mm-hmm. minutes. Well, I mean, we uh, while you do that, and we can pack up camp. Maybe do like a little like small area search, like not going outside the clearing, just mm-hmm. kind of yeah. looking for more of those tracks. Maybe that you that you had mentioned at breakfast. And by you, I mean Malden. <laughs> Uh, roll me a perception check. Everyone except Diana, or everyone except for Diana. Yeah, twenty-one. You did it. 20. 20. 14. You do not see not any tracks. tracks. Like at all, like the tracks, nothing. Like not even the ones that he. Like even when I point out the ones that I saw before. They are no longer there. So we need to look in the air, guys. Look at but something wiped out the tracks. Or in the trees. Yeah. I think Zavros will, I, I, at this point in their in their friendship, would definitely trust Malden that he did, in fact, see tracks. Yeah. And he's not coming back and blowing smoke up our ass. And so he's a little more, like, on the alert. Like, the tracks that you saw, something has wiped them out. They're, they've been swept so. Something is definitely still in the area and doesn't want us to know, other than these two mysterious arrows that Diana's putting on. Stuck in the ground the wrong way. So either they're underground or they're up in the air, <laughs> whatever we're looking for. I like the way you think, because I did not think that at all. Or yeah. the mold. <laughs> <laughs> think we're going to get down. I'm Maybe ready for this story arc. <laughs> okay. There gotta be one on we the other. Bubbles, <laughs> <laughs> everyone. I just <laughs> Okay, shovels everyone but Malta. Yeah. And Diana. Because, you know. 
Would we say I've, I've cast molded. protection now? <laughs> it's done. It's, it's, it's already canon. But sure, you have <laughs> cast Detect Magic, and uh, how far out does the Detect Magic go? Uh, 30 feet. Okay. Um, so when you get 30 feet away from, like, the arrows, uh-huh. you are sensing uh, a strong amount of magic. Guys, magic. Uh, uh, it's transmutation magic, and Uh-oh. I need you to make a dex saving throw. Oh, are they, are they tree people? Are they shaped like trees? <laughs> are the twig yeah. things? The blights? <laughs> something close. Eighteen. It's okay. actually a woolly man. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as it, you like sense that there's magic, um. Roll me one more dex saving throw. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, <coughs> as soon as you get within the thirty feet and it triggers that you can see magic, they both sh- shoot up out of the ground and shoot directly at you. But oh. you're able to dodge, uh, and they both go flying over you. <laughs> yes. Straight into the kid. He's dead. <laughs> Can I catch one? And then, after that, the ammunition kind of just disintegrates. Uh, so the arrows were only going after the first person who tripped the trap, essentially? Yeah. Right. yeah. I guess it, it had a 30-foot range, and his spell had a 30-foot range, is my guess. Yeah. Well, that's. I'll just want to start walking down fun. the street. Yeah. Detect magic stays up for like an hour. Ten minutes. Oh, for another ten minutes. Well, I mean, it's beneficial for a little bit. I would like once we calm down from that. I would bring Diana over to where the the tracks that I found earlier were. Okay. See if like are they still there and they're just being concealed with magic, or was it just like cleaned up? There's no magic present there. We probably just like cleaned it up with a broom. <laughs> In stereo. <laughs> um, alright. <clears throat> so there's someone here. They're shooting arrows at Diana. I'm making magic spell traps. Yeah. Just, I'm gonna start heading that way, past where the arrows were. I just onward towards our destination. Yeah. I mean, what else can we do? That. Yeah, I can't sure. sit it. Wait him out. We, we could just ask Leland's tiny hut. <laughs> every, every ten yeah. minutes. <laughs> every ten minutes we move ten feet. I prepare Leland's time. <laughs> so after you get a little bit further, you see kind of about fifteen feet past where those arrows were. Um, you can see two more arrows sticking out of the ground. Would it trigger? They're only 15 feet away. Well, I'm assuming that you would have been able to see them before you came within 30 feet of them. But we see it... it, And it's set up the same way. They look the exact same, yeah. Throw a rocket one. Yeah, I was was going to say, I was going to throw one of them. So you you beat us to it. You you, you, you you toss the rock. Yeah. Roll to hit. Anything happen? Uh, what is this, acrobatics or just a, just regular hit? 
Maybe just a hit. I mean, it's, it's just a just a regular do a just a normal like d twenty throw, and add your um, dexterity to it. Uh, eight. Okay, you throw a rock at it and it completely misses. <laughs> Can I try another <laughs> one? Zabros also picks up a rock right. and chucks it at those arrows. So Zavros, you go to throw the rock and as you go to throw it you kind of trip and you stumble forward and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Twenty-one. Okay. So, when you fall forward, both of the arrows come up and shoot at you, um, but you're also, as you're falling, you kind of roll out of the way, uh, and then they disintegrate. Fucking roll. Or arrows. Okay, so I need to know your marching order. I'll be in the front. I'll be right behind. Oh, I guess we're going two by two? Yeah, I'll just do two by two because your right. perception's Or am I in the front, there. like, consistently recasting? Well, you've got, like, you take magic. Like, stop and do But only for, like, ten minutes. minutes. Oh, wait, no, hold on. I think it's an hour. But ten guys, minutes is the cast time. But we got eyes. We can see the arrows when they're in. Yeah. Before we get on top of them. So I am to the left of uh, Zavros is to the left of Glartar. Uh, I'm guessing that behind us we probably have like uh, Jean and Nadine, then Baldwin and Diana Fire in the back. So what is? It's like an hour, right? It's ten minutes. Oh, it lasts for ten minutes. Yeah, ten minute cast, ten minute last. All right, so I guess. Now that we cleared the second set, we are walking forward. Do we see a third set of arrows? There are no more arrows in the ground. I would say Glutar and I are, and probably the rest of the party are on high alert. Yeah. Like, really watching, really paying attention to the land. What is the landscape right now? Um, it's becoming more wooded. So you're kind of exiting the clearing, and it's becoming a dense forest. Um... Yeah, we would definitely have Bavros in the front, just because this is, like, your place that you would know this area better than any of us. And he's a wanderer. Diana, I need you to make a perception check. <laughs> Fourteen. Well, that is not going to be enough. Um, so, as you are walking, what? Like, would I be making this too, since I'm, like, right next to her? No, because it's coming from her side. Oh. Um, and does a 21 hit your AC? Oh, yeah, it does. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who in this party that doesn't hit He's at 20, right? Aren't you? Mine is 21. Right. So, as you are walking, 
Diana, you just feel a sword kind of slice into you. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Surprise. And you okay. take and you take twenty one points of damage. Jesus. Sorry, twenty two points of damage. Yeah. Almost. And then uh you feel a shoulder a hand kind of reach out and grab you. Um and spin you around and point another another short sword right to your throat. And you see a around 30-year-old human male. And he looks at you and he says, My name is Dover Riddell. I am the son of Olivan and Nara, brother of Durrod and Cadwin. And you, Diana, fire killed my brother, and now I will get revenge on you. Great. And that is where we're going to end this week's episode.